Good morning. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media, leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, here for this week's Five Minutes with Discussion. This week, I'm speaking to Jessica Isquith, who is the uh, who is the president of PICMIG. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning, Rich. How are you doing today? Fine, thank you. Looking forward to spring. Yeah, I'm not sure that's actually going to happen, so I wouldn't <laughs> hold your breath on that, especially where, where you live. I hear you're getting another, uh, another dumping sometime this week. Yeah, we're expecting up to a foot again tomorrow. I'm based here in Boston. Cool, cool. Well, from what I've learned from past experience, at least here in New Jersey, we don't do spring and fall anymore. We go winter to summer and back to winter. <laughs> Nothing like extremes. Exactly. Okay, so we only have five minutes, so let's get right into this. Um, you're the president of PICMIG, and I'm going to ask you the most basic question. Um, what is PICMIG, and, and why does it exist? Okay, sure. PICMIG is a nonprofit consortium of companies and organizations that work together to develop open standards for high-performance um, computing across a variety of applications and vertical markets. The group started almost 25 years ago, back in 1994. Um, and the name PICMIG, which most people are like, where'd that come from? Originally it was for PCI, Industrial Computer Manufacturers Group. At this point, that's a little misnomer because there's very little PCI left involved. But after 25 years, we have a number of standards that have led to billions of dollars in products and really impacted the embedded computing community. Some of those standards you may have heard of, even if you're not familiar with PICMIG, they include Compact PCI, Advanced TCA, Micro TCA, uh, Compact PCI Serial, and something that is getting uh, tremendous adoption for a number of years and continues to, particularly in, in industrial IoT uh, environments and applications, is ComExpress. So those families, along with a few others, have kind of been evolving over the 25 years. Uh, happy to say our first standard is still having new applications, and we have a number of groups actively working on uh, new versions of existing standards as well as completely new um, initiatives. Okay, so you said high-performance computing. Give me some examples. What do you mean by high-performance computing? Uh, that would be anything from factory automation to back office of telecommunications, military applications, anything from radar sonar to IED detection. The number of applications are quite varied. What they have in common is the need for being robust, highly reliable, um, both in terms of temperature but also high computing reliability uh, and in an embedded environment. And when we're looking at the roster of members, are these basically hardware guys, or is, is, is it also this, the software side as well? There is some software. Traditionally, a lot of our strength has been on the electromechanical side, signal integrity. Uh, however, and definitely as we move forward, the importance of software and the integration between the software and hardware uh, is critically important. So we're getting, even from some of our long-standing members, some of their software um, engineers working on the standards. Uh, one example that's been uh, around for over a decade is our hardware platform management, and that was initially made with our advanced TCA for telecom. Uh, how, however, now has been adopted 
uh, by another consortium called Vita for their VPX solution. So uh, we've always kind of had a root in hardware, but a knowledge that we need to have that hardware communicating up into the operating system application level and whatnot. So we connect those dots, but do not go up to the application level. And is it a literal standard-setting body? Do you guys set standards, and and do you work with somebody like the IEEE to do that? We set the standards. Um, so, yes, we are a true standards body. Uh, we adopt some of the IEEE, but we do not uh, immediately go through, like, an ANSI ratification of each of our standards. Okay. And what what's in it for me if I'm a potential company who's thinking of joining? Why would I want to join? Uh, a number of reasons. The first would be if you have if you've been using some of the PICMIC standards and have ways that you would like to see them improved, it would be getting around the table and working on those improvements. Also, if you want to have early access to how the standards are evolving, that this is the way to do that. If you're a member, you have the access. You also have the ability to get all of the standards and then work with them. In addition to that, if you are actively developing products, uh, we do a number of promotional activities to help make sure you get the visibility of those um, of your products into the community and also give you access to your peers so that you can be discussing use cases, applications, and further collaborating on how those standards are brought out into the marketplace. Very good. Uh, we are up against our five minutes here, so just uh, would you inform people how they can get more information? Absolutely. Um, to get some general information and contact us, you can go to picmig.org. That's P-I-C-M-G.org. Uh, if you want to contact me directly, easy email address, which is Jess, J-E-S-S, at picmig.org. Uh, we'd be happy to discuss um, any of our particular standards or processes and how you can get involved. Uh, we'll continue to improve the embedded community through our current members' participation and getting more members participating. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time, Jessica. All right. Thank you, Rich.